Welcome to this week's episode of VHS Playback! I'm one of your hosts, Cordelia Krim, and joining me as always are my friends. This is your cue to introduce yourself now. This is uh, Rob Cousin. That was a lot of fucking energy. I tried to match what I can. This is, I am Rob Cousin. Uh, uh, Josh? <laughs> Hi, I'm Josh Cousin. <laughs> and, uh, oh, hey. Oh, oh. Oh, hey, it's Tom. Bestie. And I'd like to leave this space for uh, for the audience, the podcast listener, to introduce themselves. Wow, it's a pleasure to meet you. Hey, Jeff. <laughs> great having you here. Yeah. Um, well, that so, yeah. was great, guys. Nice and smooth. Yeah, that was the best intro we've done yet. Uh, so I named this episode uh, VHS Play, Play Blart for some reason. I figured I could work Paul Blart Ball Cop and do it. I'm always down to talk about Paul Blart Ball Cop. Um, has anybody else here what seen year Paul Blart Ball Cop? Mm. Unfortunately, yes. I mean, it was really I'm awesome. so glad you asked. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. what year did Paul Blart Ball Cop come on? I, I want to say it was 2006. Uh, I think it's early 2000. It's a 2009 yeah. film. Uh, oh, I flipped wow, the six to nine. Yeah, well, Paul Blart Ball Cop uh, is, uh, Six does play a factor because it was six years between Paul Blart Ball Cop and its sequel, Paul Blart Ball Cop <laughs> 2, uh, which means that if they if they stay at that pace, uh, next year we should get uh, Paul Blart Ball Cop 3. Oh yeah. my god. Josh and I in one evening once uh ate uh thirty uh impossible sliders. It wasn't thirty, was it? It was thirty between the two of us. Yeah, we got the uh you know, I think yeah, a because they didn't, they didn't give us a crave case for those they gave us individual bags. Uh yeah, it was, we had like sixty dollars worth of fucking White Castle impossible burgers and watched Paul Blart I mean, one uh, and Paul Blart two in a row. Oh, I believe we also watched Don't Mess with the Zohan, which did I would don't mess with the Zohan, which uh, was extremely, yeah. extraordinarily problematic. Um, was that yeah. the one where he's a barber, right? Yeah, but it's also was the one. Barber? It's okay. also the one where he, where Adam Sandler decides to take on the the uh, struggles between Israel and Palestine for some reason and have yeah. a laugh at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, no, I like bold choices. John Turturro's in that, right? Yeah, he is. Oh, he is. Yeah. Why is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. very Why fun. Is he <laughs> very fun. Um, what, uh, what's everybody been up to? Anybody doing anything interesting this week? Been a, we had a week off because of my busy schedule. Has anybody been doing anything interesting? Um, I, I guess you're setting me up to say I was in Rolling Stone on their website today. What were you doing That's in Rolling like, Stone? Just like a few, you know, hanging out, just hanging out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I got asked to sing on a video um, with a bunch of musicians and artists and whatnot. So, yeah, it was through uh, Pathway to Paris. And, so, yeah, like, that was pretty neat. I mean, it was the first time I've been in Rolling Stone. So. Is it actually the first time you've been in? I can't remember. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's my big news. Um, yeah, I, besides that, I haven't really done much. Now, somebody top friend. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I listened to rock and roll while painting uh, my couch. I don't know. Is that painting your couch? Garage. Garage. Uh, okay. I thought you were doing some kind of weird shit over there. You're like, hi, right, we're doing a pinstripe couch. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Josh, what have you been up to, bud? Uh, well. <laughs> I don't know. Not all that much, honestly. It's been bouncing around. Today, I, I changed out both of my car's headlights, uh, which shouldn't be a feat if I didn't have a tiny Toyota Yaris <laughs> that requires a full disassembly uh, of the entire front of the vehicle. Uh, I just wanted to I wanted to check. Uh, I was going to say, um, I wanted to see if, Rob, that picture of you with David Arquette ever made it. You accidentally with David Arquette made it into the Rolling Stone to see if you had made it into Rolling Stone somehow before Cordelia. Is everybody else aware of this picture? <laughs> no, no one. What was photo? I think it was at Entertainment Weekly. <laughs> we, we worked on this film that was called Orion that was filmed in, uh, it was filmed in the Packard plant in Detroit. And David Arquette, okay. uh, David Arquette had like, a, a, a loincloth on and some sort of like chain based get up outside of that. And, and he's like standing in the forefront of this picture in like a, a sort of heroic pose. Super ripped, by the way, he got super jacked for this movie. He looked great, but go on. <laughs> uh, 
and he's he's standing there and in the there's a bunch of cropped versions of the photo that exist and then there's one where <laughs> there's one where rob is like in the background jogging down a set of stairs uh in full winter clothing trying not to be in the photo Carrying a bunch uh, of shit. I had like a bunch of, because I was like a gaffer still at the time. So I had like a yeah. bunch of cables and like a light stand in my hand. I'm like looking yeah. into the camera, trying to run out of a photo with David Arquette. And it was an entertainment fucking weekly. And that's yeah, we, the, that's we, the yeah, photo uh, they used. Digital <laughs> Journal, Motor City, Buckraker, Perez, Hilton, uh, Collider, Joe Blow, all of the <laughs> Us Magazine. Us uh, Magazine. That was right of a thing. Maybe it wasn't anyone. It was the Us, Us Magazine. That was the one. <laughs> and so, you just see me in the background of Us magazine uh, trying to dart out of a photo with a half nude David Arquette. <laughs> is, is the look on your face like, oh shit, <laughs> like, I should be in this? <laughs> I think it's that coupled with exhaustion and rage. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, looking looking at the picture right now, it's sort of like a <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> That's what I imagine, <laughs> Ralph. You know, speak, speaking of uh, funny shit, I um. I like couldn't sleep. Well, I couldn't, I literally couldn't sleep. I wouldn't be able to get my work done the other night. So I'd get up at one thirty, and I've been uh, fucking with this app that lets you just watch movies for free, which I will not give a plug until they give us money. Um, but I watch it a lot and uh, it's not like stealing movies. It's actually like an app that's made for that. And uh, the movie rookie of the year was on there. Have any of you guys seen the movie rookie of the year? <laughs> yeah, of course. I have, I know. <laughs> So Rookie of the Year is a movie. Uh, let me give you guys a quick synopsis because I want because it made me think of something I want to talk about tonight. So Rookie of the Year is a movie where um, this kid who's not great at sports breaks his arm in such a way that when the cast comes off, he suddenly has a super strong arm and can pitch the fastest fastballs ever and becomes a professional baseball player. Huh. Well, I think he got Tommy John surgery, so he has like super arm now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but then, uh, famously, there's a part that was in the trailer where uh, the doctor pushes his arm back and it snaps forward and breaks the doctor's nose, and the doctor <laughs> yells something about like "fucking, fucking, he hit my nose." But under his hands, it sounds like he yells "funky butt loving," and the kid goes, "Did he just say funky butt loving?" And I thought that was the funniest thing in the world when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so rookie of the year, rookie of the year. Uh, the question that I thought of uh, after watching rookie of the year for you guys, that I wanted to ask you is, uh, okay, so you can play any professional sport as you are right now, but in order to do some, so you have to you have to uh, drastically break something in your body that heals back weird and gives that one part of your body a superpower. So, what sport are you playing, and what part of your body do you ruin to do and do so? Let me start with Josh. Uh, let's see. I think uh, professional soccer. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to say my neck. Uh, and then when it gets super healed, it's like that He-Man character that can shoot his head out. Man at arms. <laughs> yeah, like uh, like man at arms. I have like a sort of man at arms effect to my spine, and I can uh, launch a ball at high speeds <laughs> into the goal with my head. <laughs> which I love. Well, the best thing about that is, Josh, even it's you as you are right now, which means you cannot possibly keep up with the soccer team. But every <laughs> once in a while, when you fire that throw out, you're going to do some damage. <laughs> um, I know I sprung this on you guys, but Cordelia or Tom, who wants to go next? Um, for me, I would definitely do, uh, definitely break my wrist so I can join the American, um, Olympic curling team. <laughs> are you, so hold on, in this situation, are you the, are you the curl, are you the rock thrower or are you one of the broomers? Always the, always the thrower. <laughs> always, a, you know what they say about Cordelia, always the thrower, never the sweeper. Oh, <laughs> uh, I thought it was going way dirtier than that. But yeah. <laughs> now we're the catcher. Uh, Tom, what, what would you do? Uh, competitive eating. And I would have to I would have to I would have to I have to break my skull. Because the only way I would do and the only way that I would do competitive eating is if I obviously had a close head injury. So I mean, it doesn't actually do anything. I mean, I just have a close head injury. And then I'm eating competitively afterwards. Yeah. So there it is. I thought you were gonna no, give me like great. a thing where you could like unhinge your lower jaw and just grab the food straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, just just 
eating a shit ton of hot dogs and then being like, this is better than <laughs> the other thing that I couldn't remember doing. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever I used to do, it wasn't as good as this hot dog. <laughs> The conclusion of both Tom's movie and my movie is that we wake up from a coma going, ah, all right. (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This will do. I guess I never was a professional soccer player. I would like to do, uh, I would like to have my legs broken and I would like to have my legs broken in such a way that they get about, they they get about 16 feet long and I'm just dope as fuck at water polo because I don't have to tread water. I just got to walk around in the deep end. (laughs) (laughs) And they'll be like, and then some guy's going to come out every time I get the ball and they're going to be like, or however water polo works. And they're going to be like, Hey, there's that guy can't do that. And then some other guy's going to go, nothing in the rule book says he can't walk on the bottom of the pool. If he can reach it. <laughs> Good giraffe legs. <laughs> well, oh, that's, for bonus points, tell me what your movie's called. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Herbie fully loaded. <laughs> <laughs> um Ritz of Stone Fury. <laughs> I think I'm pool blart leg cop. <laughs> um that's a mouthful. I don't know. That's really good. Oh, that's good. Tom, you yeah. really, no, that's a great one. Tom, you really dismissed that joke and you absolutely should not have. <laughs> I will say this is this is, we can tell that it's getting to be fall because this is our first episode in quite some time where there hasn't been an ice cream man. Oh well, yeah. Yet. I've been, I've been indoors. I've been indoors today. So um, okay. I've been outdoors all day. I'm just kind of, you know, chillaxing inside of the, my domain. So doing um, some projects, doing some uh, outdoors projects, Tom. Well, like, like, like I was saying before, I, I literally did paint my garage and um, I, I painted the whole thing on the exterior of the garage. And so, I am I am literally just uh, laying down right now. And, you got to uh, be exhausted. Well, I mean, I drink coffee. You know what I mean. I mean, I, I drink yeah. coffee kind of in the early, in the late afternoon to kind of get another uh, another go at life. You know, uh, and I can't, I call it the you know the 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 uh, the finisher to my day. You know, the the grand finale, kind of the uh, um, you know the. Uh, the, the final countdown, you know, so. <laughs> I've, heard, I've heard people that uh, have like high, high levels of energy all the time when they drink coffee, they like suddenly chill out. I've heard like caffeine can have like the a- adverse effect on like people who are like super high energy. I don't know if that's true. People in the hiking community, allegedly, and not to get too you know, uh, talk too much about hiking, but they, uh, some people they talk about in the middle of the afternoon drinking a shit ton of, co- of drinking some coffee, right, and then taking a nap immediately afterwards. And allegedly, that's supposed to make your nap, I don't know, seem more worth it when you wake up. I guess I don't know. I, I have no idea the mechanism there either. But uh, it, it I always fall asleep. Right? You've also yeah, been drinking coffee you do? after drinking coffee. Yeah, you drink a crazy exhausted. amount of coffee. Though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, because like I, I. I have to take like a sleep medication, like because if I don't, like I'll stay up for like three days. So when I take a sleep medication, I wake up and douse myself in coffee, and then I take a nap immediately. Yeah, I've seen you like I've seen you in like fifteen minutes time drink like a pot of coffee. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I can't I can't drink coffee because it speeds me up more, and I'm already pretty up there as it goes and t- sometimes it gives me heart palpitations if i think too much of it and it fucks my stomach up beyond belief i get the worst gas mm. in my whole life yeah. when i drink coffee wow i i don't see the downside i i'm a, I, like uh i have a weird unfortunate thing with coffee where uh, or caffeine in general, I suppose, where I have like a good operating level. And if I go just a little bit beyond that, I start <laughs> feeling like hyperactive, but not in a good way. Like my body's moving fast, but my brain's tired. And then one step beyond that is I'm completely tired, ready to go to sleep. Um, yeah. Somehow wow. that, that's like my, my thr- like I've had times where I, I decide to down an energy drink being like, you know what? nothing going on. I'm going to do an all nighter. I'm going to work on some writing. And then I drink an energy drink, uh, sit there for about 10 minutes waiting for it to kick in and be like, well, you know, I got to go to bed. I don't know what's happening anymore. Now, now, Josh, now, Josh, now Josh has, uh, 
No, Josh has told me once that there was a way you could trick Starbucks employees of giving you like six shots of espresso in one drink. So That's I, true. Mean, I don't know if that might just be like a thing where you build such an incredible tolerance. Josh, you explain that drink to these guys. Yeah. Uh, well, so when I, when I first learned what Starbucks was, uh, I had a friend introduce me to a drink called an iced double shot. And in my mind, an iced double shot was two shots of espresso, as you would assume. Uh, and I never asked. <laughs> I, they would give it to you in the large size cup because I would get like a, I get a, a venti iced double shot with both white mocha and mocha syrup. And I finally went with the Lakeside Mall Starbucks that was inside Macy's at the time and ordered that drink. And my friend uh, ordered the same drink, took one step. He's like, what is this? And she's like, oh, yeah, that's eight shots of espresso and eight, eight pumps of each syrup. And I remember being like, oh, that explains it. And it, I had a flashback to the time that I drank one of those in about I drank one of those in the Lakeside Mall parking lot. And then. <laughs> had uh the fear and loathing in las vegas when he put the adrenochrome on his tongue uh i sat there in the driver's seat of of my car staring outward breathing like <laughs> and it took me uh about 30 minutes to be able to confidently drive the 15 minutes back to my house uh after that, I started getting the medium size of it, which was only uh, six shots of espresso. But uh, that was I. I went. Uh, I went head first into caffeine. A lot of people are like, you know, I, I'm going to try coffee for the first time when they're in college or like later high school. They they have a little bit. For me, it was like. I was like, yeah, it's a double shot. What could it possibly do to me? And I guess I probably expanded my heart like ten sizes or something. <laughs> Uh, at, at this point, like my ability for caffeine is, I think Cordelia, I think yours, yours would, would rival mine, uh, or, or defeat mine, but my, right. my, my body's way of handling caffeine is like, I can down an energy drink and be like, ah, oh, that felt good. And then be tired again in a, in a few minutes. <laughs> the kids call that, oh, yeah. the kids call that grinching. They do it on TikTok, Josh. They just down an eight shots of espresso and their heart expand 10 times. No. Uh, <laughs> oh my god oh that's yeah, holy shit that's clever we're talking about coffee and it reminded me of like how gassy it makes me and i was thinking about a funny story um did i ever tell you guys about the first time i ever farted in front of satara <laughs> no go ahead <laughs> so the first time i ever farted in front of satara satara i've been together for a long time and she puts up with a lot for me which is great um, but like, you know, how when you first start dating someone, you try really hard to not fart in front of them for like a really long, like, it's basically like you will fucking physically do damage to your body to never no. fart in front of those people or like, no, the, uh, no, no, okay, go so, on. I will say that's a thing for me <laughs> so shit, or like shitting at someone's house. Like I would never shit at someone's house, like in, in general, oh. but especially not like a woman I'm dating. Like I don't shit at anybody else's house. Like I'm super embarrassed of my body. Rob, do you use a porta potty ever? Do you ever shit in a porta potty? I've shit in a porta potty a couple times. Okay, yeah. all right, fair enough. Okay, I'll Patty. shit in a restaurant. I'll shit in a restaurant, not in the bathroom. Hold on, no, I'll shit in a restaurant if I have to, too, or like a public bathroom. But like, if I go over to someone's house and I'm just like hanging out with that person, it's like I will not just go and shit in their bathroom. I feel too weird about. I'll just go home. Uh, oh, high school, okay. yeah. uh, high, like high school time period. I was very much like that. Uh, Unless, it depended on the friend. I, like I, literally, if I, was, I literally never once shit in high school, like in the school. I would just hold it. <laughs> Actually, me too, Rob. I never shit in high school. I, are you serious? Yeah, no, I'm totally serious. Although, like, my CF wasn't as bad as it is now. So, <laughs> I literally, like, I literally well, yeah. the reason I said, are you serious to you is because you are particularly cool with just shit yeah. whenever you got to shit. Yeah, but I mean, like, that's just from having terrible terrible digestive you know condition so like now like now i'm like if i was in high school now i wouldn't i mean like i can't go the whole day like, <laughs> yeah. no, no, no. i mean I, also i gotta tell you like like cf or not with age i'm shitting in high school if i was there now I'm, yeah. I'll yeah, in high yeah. School right yeah, yeah. Now. but no like i, I mean yeah, yeah it's just not it's a non-option i can't just remember exactly, in high exactly. school yeah. i don't I think, think i, I remember doing bathroom or bathroom high school also, I never shit in bathroom high school also, our high school our high school bathrooms we did not have doors on our stalls oh, we didn't either <gasps> is that oh, right okay. 
Yeah, we didn't either. Oh, God, you're right. High school. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we didn't either. They were super gross. Actually, like, okay, Okay. so, like, one of the worst times I ever shit was, um, there was this bar. (laughs) This bar in Gross Point that my band played at. I do not even remember the name of it. It was, like, right on the edge of, like, Gross Point in Detroit. I think it was on the Detroit side. And there was no door on the bathroom. And then there was also no door on the stall. Yeah. And we we had just gotten back from a road trip. It was, like, on our way home. We were playing this last show. And I didn't know my gallbladder didn't work. So I had major stomach issues. And I thought it was just like a normal thing. Like to fucking just all of a sudden after shit so bad it hurts. So like, um, Jesus Christ. So um, <laughs> we were supposed to play this show, I remember. And I had to shit so bad. And there was nothing else open. So I had to shit in this bar. Literally yeah. looking at people in the bar while I took a disgusting like, <laughs> shit. Like I could see people ordering drinks. At the bar yeah. while I was shitting. That's <laughs> like there was no way that these people did not see me taking a shit. I know everyone like everyone like did like the thing where they like pretended no one noticed, and also like the smell of it, a hundred percent just went out into the bar. Um, wow. mine was um, my big story is mine was at the state theater waiting for Rob Zombie to go on, and um, it, it was in that guy's <laughs> restroom, and, and I just had to go. There was a line, I mean, like 20 people waiting, and there's like two stalls. I'm like, I could hear everybody be like, Oh my god, oh my god, are you done? There were like 10 people yelling at me, and all I could do was laugh. I was laughing while I was doing it, was the best, also. I think I really appreciate the encouragement. I want people to yell at me like every time I poop for now on. Yeah, it's like it's like uh, that scene in Game of Thrones. Shame. Yeah. Shame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, like it's funny being blind because like I opened up the door and it kind of got quiet because they realized I was you know super crippled. So I was like, I don't know if that makes it better or worse or funny or not. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you would have come out and been like. <laughs> Like, because people were audibly complaining. Complaining, I wish you'd have come out and been like, "Is anybody here? I thought I heard something." <laughs> like a big yeah. deal. <laughs> Man, did you did you hear that dude kidding? That was crazy. <laughs> Act like they can't see you because you can't see yeah. them. Whoa, that yeah. guy that was in there a second ago. He was really destroying that bathroom. <laughs> Not this one, though. Somebody else just did it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that was cool. I'm going to tell my own embarrassing poop story. Uh, Good. Which, uh, during during my time period of high school, uh, during my my senior year, I would, uh, like junior to senior year, I made sure to go to every single uh, grad party I could go to. And I was a tremendous fan of the chocolate fountain. And so I would go to these grad parties and I would eat pretty much exclusively dipping desserts into the chocolate fountain. and I would go to like two to three grad parties in a day. And at this point, I believe I, yeah, I was still straight edge at the time. So I wasn't like drinking or anything. I was going to these parties and just being like chocolate fountain. Fuck yeah. Uh, <laughs> dipping stuff in, eating things, fill, eating my, my stomach's like full fill on the chocolate fountain. Uh, and wow. I, I went to this girl's house who was like super Christian very conservative, very like proper. Her family was like very nice, very like, but like, like overly nice, overly Christian, overly like, but, but they were like, they, it was the, the, the people that you would leave. Some of the people I would least want to know that I just took a horrible dump. Uh, and I was at, it was at the grad party. Uh, I was at their grad party at their house and they only had one bathroom. They had a ton of people. They did have a chocolate fountain. <laughs> I was eating at the chocolate fountain. And my oh, stomach... So Josh, wait, really quick, Jeff. Is the issue with this particular chocolate fountain that there weren't enough people there? So you just had no policing of the chocolate fountain? You didn't have to share it as much? So you got a little deeper into it? Is that kind of what we're getting at here? Side, sidebar. Have you ever been policed at a chocolate fountain at one of these uh, grad parties you went to? Like, I mean... Uh, I think the only time that somebody ever said like, uh, Hey, I think you've had enough (laughs) was was at my prom. Uh, and I went to my prom totally alone and wandered over to the chocolate fountain and was like, it's dessert time, I guess. Uh, that's a, that's a a sad tale in and of itself. Uh, one more sidebar. 
What, yeah. go ahead, go ahead. One more sidebar. Would you say you became the chocolate fountain? Yeah, you are with uh, me, man. I was gonna say like, the same fucking joke. <laughs> well, yeah, that was gonna be my. Uh, well, that, oh, that, I ruined the punchline. Oh no! <laughs> returning to the story, uh, so I eat from the chocolate fountain, and my body says, "Hey, man, sorry, you're not gonna make it home." So I see the line at the. I see the line of maybe like six people leading up to the bathroom and I'm standing, oh. I'm standing at the end of the hallway that led to this bathroom <laughs> the hallway. The bathroom was like the last door on the right. And I'm standing there and I'm just sweating. And I'm looking at that door, waiting for it to come open. And the moment it does, I stiff on the person trying to enter. Went, hey, what are you? And they looked at me and I looked at them like fucking Gollum from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. <laughs> Slam the door. <laughs> I did destroy. I I did like. And when I say destroy the toilet, I don't mean like in a, a gross way. I mean in a it no longer worked way. Uh, I, I walk out of that bathroom. I walk straight to my car, and this girl that was like, she and I would flirt back and forth. Was like, hey Josh, how's it going? And I just went. I, I gotta go home and she went what's happening and i also like she like came in for a hug and i also like gently stiff-armed her got into my car and this was near the fraser public library i drove about 50 miles an hour the entire way home and i kept thinking to my i kept rehearsing in my head uh when the police pull me over <laughs> what is it that i will say to that police officer uh <laughs> Well, like, how could I just be like, well, you don't understand. I know how fast I'm going. <laughs> I do. And there's a good reason. And, if, and you won't like it. If you keep me here any longer, you're not going to like it. And then that's when he finds out that you're really Bruce Banner. Oh my god! I actually, I actually shit my oh, pants while driving home from my friend's house. Uh, I had like a quick like uh, wash. This is by far the fucking bluest episode we have done of this thing. By the way, yeah. this is the one. I was driving home from my friend's house, and I remember like I remember my stomach hit. This this guy lived like maybe a mile and a half from my parents' house. I drove a minivan at the time, which makes it funnier to me for some reason. And uh, I was like gunning it home. <laughs> down like a side street that's 25 going about 50 in my minivan just like ass in the air butt cheeks squeezed together and i just pulled up right in front of my parents house and just shit all over myself i just could not make it. <laughs> <laughs> i remember it started off with me going i remember i remember like literally standing up while driving gutting it not even thinking about the police and i remember as i started shooting i just went Ah, it turned out. Oh boy. And I just sat in the car for like three minutes going, fuck me, I guess. And then I went in the house and like quickly jetted into the bathroom to clean myself up. And no one fucking noticed. I literally walked past my entire family and literally no one noticed that I was just, I had to shat all over myself. Yeah. Um, what, what is my life? You know what's really funny about this is this started off with me uh, going to tell a funny story about the first time I farted in front of Satara and ended up with me shitting my pants in a minivan. <laughs> All right. I don't, so it was New Year's of like 2008 or 10 or whatever. I don't know. But I, I said, oh, man, I got to get to my friend's house in Clarkston for this little shindig they're having. I got to go to... I got to go to Burger King and scarf down a Whopper and one of those original chicken sandwiches. Like it's just like a deep fried, like filet of chicken the or whatever. And with the marinara? I, oh, well, I, I get uh, the mayo. I get the mayo with the lettuce. That's the classic, right? It's classic it. style. I, I love, I love it. Right. But I, I scarf these two sandwiches down almost like, you know, uh, simultaneously, right. In the matter of like 10 minutes. And I I felt fine the rest of the drive until I got there. And like, just like when I walked in the door, like it was, it like immediately hit me and I shit that whole night destroyed their bathroom. Like, like as, as far as the odor, as far as making it into just like a hazardous waste area, like the entire night, these, I, I must've just evacuated everything and then some in my body, right. Into this, into this bath, into this toilet. And uh, I felt so bad. I bought them new toilet paper and everything later on. But that was 
Oh, oh my okay. god! <laughs> I actually had I actually uh, so one year before I figured out my gallbladder was broken, like one of the last years before I changed the way I was eating, I uh, went to a New Year's Eve party with Sitar and all of her friends, and one of her friends made these amazing. They were like corned beef egg rolls or something that were like fried, and I ate yeah. like three of them right before we left. Oh and god. we were like driving home on the freeway. The party was in like I want to say it was in Plymouth or somewhere like that. We were driving home on the freeway, and I just like started fucking farting in the car. And so I was like, "Oh my god, this is horrible!" I was like, "I'm gonna shit my pants." Listen, I'm gonna shit my pants. I started like just saying that over and over again. And at one point, like for some reason, I like ha- grabbed her hand. It was like, "I'm so sorry." And I ended up like peeling off and like jumping a curb and running into. And there was a cop in the gas station. I like ran into a marathon bathroom. Like got my <laughs> pants down to maybe like the yeah. bottom half my butt cheeks, like right before the legs. And before I even oh, sat yeah. down, I was just firing oh, no. shit out of my body. <laughs> and, so, and I like I fucking painted the soil. Finished up, cleaned it up. I did not leave it for the gentleman uh, on New Year's <laughs> Eve to clean up after me. Cleaned it up and then uh, we drove home and I think I believe I spent the rest of the night uh, either vomiting or shitting if I remember right. And I didn't even drink. That was after I quit drinking. It was literally just like these egg rolls just destroyed my fucking life. Anyway, back oh, to the yeah. cute story. Good time. Good time. Um, so the first time I farted in front of Satara, we were hanging out and I had a cave that we had built for a shoot. And I had this like, so my bedroom in this Royal Oak house where I lived with my friend Michelle had like, it was my bedroom on the second floor. And then there was a third floor where someone had converted an attic into like a hangout room. Oh, it was like carpeted. I had a TV up there. I got my video games up there. It was cool. Um, and we had built a cave in it for something that my friend Robbie wanted to do. Like a real like photorealistic cave. And instead of taking the cave down after the shoot, I just left it up there because I thought it was funny to have a man cave, but have it be a literal man cave. And I like put my oh. fucking TV in there. So we're hanging out up in there, but it got really hot in there because the only window in the space was covered by the cave. <laughs> so it got really hot in there in the summer. Star and I were like watching movies up there. I'd like taken my shirt off. I was in much better shape then. I'd like taken my shirt off. We'd been dating for a while, but not too long. So I was sitting with my shirt off and watching a movie or whatever. And I remember like goofing around with her and I picked her up with my shirt off <laughs> off the couch. And when I lifted her in the air, I stood straight up and I farted super loud. <laughs> <laughs> like so the first time I farted in front of Sarah, I was like literally holding her in my arms with no shirt on and I farted and I remember she asked me I farted and I went no and then I set it out and I'm pretty sure I ran out of the room and I went back and I was like yes I did I'm so sorry that's probably the most Rob story I've ever heard you say like everything that you said just makes sense taking your shirt off to fart taking your shirt off to fart in front of your girlfriend yeah, for the first yeah. time it's like in a cave much, yeah in a cave the weirdest way i could have possibly introduced uh you know that my body is a human body and that's how it functions to uh you know someone i loved (laughs) no that's beautiful um so that was my story (laughs) jesus christ (laughs) we took the long way around just we need to leave all that in um Um, I, I have a good story too. I think I've, I've already brought this up on the show, but I don't recall. Um, so at, at, uh, Red Robins, they have banana milkshakes and I love banana milkshakes. I know I've talked about it at rallies. They also have them, but I went with my yeah. ex and, and our house was only like maybe a mile and a half away from, from Red Robin. And I always got one and I love them. And, you know, again, having cystic fibrosis, I have digestive issues and we get into the car and we start driving and I was driving at the time before I lost my vision, obviously. I think that's obvious, right? I don't know. So anyway, so I vomit and it's all bright fluorescent yellow all over the steering wheel, all over my lap. And all I could do is laugh. And my ex looks at me and starts laughing. We're just tackling and we're like, this is hilarious. And she's like, uh, you want to pull over and clean up? I was like, we don't have any cleaner in the car. We're like literally a mile away. I was like, I'm just going to drive home. Like, <laughs> so I drive home for a mile, like in pure yellow vomit. So that's my story. It's <laughs> pretty good story. <laughs> this is the bluest edition of the, the uh, podcast. See, now I know why I named it VHS playback, uh, uh, No Holds Blart, because this all feels like jokes in the uh, Paul Blart series, uh, but delivered better than uh, Kevin James would somehow. Um, <laughs> Blart. <laughs> speaking of uh, Paul Blart and Kevin James, 
Uh, I was thinking the other day, uh, I was getting a little philosophical thinking about, you know, as I do, and I was thinking about Wario. <laughs> and I, I was thinking about Wario for the Mario franchise and how Wario is kind of like Mario's opposite, but he's like a bigger, sort of chubbier, like worse version of Mario in every <laughs> way. And also he's evil. So I wanted to ask you guys what your Wario would be like. <laughs> like, like, what is your Wario like, Josh? If Wario, if you have a Wario, what does he look like? What's he about? I mean, yeah, well, the the physical the physical attributes have to be different. So he's got to be like a Danny DeVito build. Uh, I would assume. <laughs> your Wario could but, be Danny DeVito. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Josh, for the listeners, please. For the listeners, please tell them how tall you are. I uh, I'm just about six feet tall. If I'm not six okay. feet tall, uh, I'm, and I'm fairly I'm fairly thin. I'm not I'm not in in uh, I'm not too in shape, but I'm not too out of shape. Uh, and so I think that the my Wario would have to also be in that weird sort of zone where it's like I don't know. Maybe he's in shape. Maybe he can beat me up. Maybe he can't. <laughs> like. Uh, <laughs> I know that was an old family guy joke, but the way that like 1950s actors always seem to be st- super strong with really high-waisted pants. Yeah. Uh, but it, so so that's what I uh I'm thinking uh to be to be my opposite is gotta be wearing uh formal clothing, <laughs> really, really long hair. Uh like solid facial hair that that you look at that and go, yeah, okay. Uh, that that is what a beard's supposed to look like. Uh, you know, I guess that's the yeah. I guess I guess it would it would also be a guy. Uh, yeah. Mario Wario. Uh, uh, well, I, I would also argue that Wario is not necessarily the complete opposite. I don't introduce that idea, but now I think about it. Wario is just like all the worst parts of Mario accentuated. Well, <laughs> to delve weirder into into Nintendo lore, uh, I think Mario Wario's original. I don't remember where Wario originally showed up, but he like. He was in in a Bomberman series at one point. Really? Uh, really? He, huh. Yeah, like there he he was all over the place and eventually the the lore of Wario is that he was just a very strong and stinky man who uh talked himself up a lot and was obsessed with getting as much money as he could. Uh So w- Wario designed uh Wario's design arose from Super Mario Land's design team their distaste for, of uh, making a game based around someone else's character. The creation of Wario allowed them a character of their own to symbolize their situation. Uh, <laughs> there's got to be more to this article than that. Josh, <laughs> um, uh, go on. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I guess I guess it would be like a, a f- some sort of combination of a formal businessman, my Wario, some sort of combination of like a formal businessman who's also like a like a guru type who tells you that you've got to be peaceful on the outside, but on the inside is just like a raging demon who, who is obsessed with capitalism and, and ga- gaining money at his own benefit. Uh, <laughs> we we got to be just about equally matched uh, if we ever got into a fight, but also we would never encounter each other. I think I think Josh, based on your description, I'm physically your warrior. Well, I, I, <laughs> you, you'd, have to, you'd have to lose like two feet of, of height. Yeah, but, I mean, but he, our, well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like Wario is slightly larger than Mario, so I mean, oh yeah, that's I well, can just be. I am physically your warrior. Huh? <laughs> I'm not saying I'm necessarily. Uh, I'm not necessarily like. Um, philosophically or like uh i'm not your wario mentally but i'm physically your wario <laughs> i think i think john john ham's character uh uh from from mad men is my wario yeah yeah that makes sense i think that's my wario that works i'm gonna go with i'm paul rudd's wario <laughs> like, <laughs> like not, i don't have a wario of my own because in a way paul rudd is my wario <laughs> <laughs> if Paul okay, saw me, okay. he'd be like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you son of a bitch. I'm gonna have to play you in tennis now. Tom, who's your who's your Wario? What what person, what famous person is the opposite of you? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Well, wait, so how do they come up with uh Wario versus Mario? 
Hold on, okay. Mario, hold on. I, I can go back to it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, was it was it like about the creators' lives that Wario was like representing? And and have we already talked about where Waluigi came from on this podcast, or am I like uh, we we have from uh, tennis, oh. right? Yeah, uh, we we have had yeah. a Waluigi talk. <laughs> We've had the Waluigi talk. You, every every kid in America, it's a certain age, and they have to have the, their parents have to have the Waluigi talk. With them. <laughs> I, I do have an interesting uh, Waluigi update for you guys, which is a strange uh, uh, segment in and of itself. <laughs> but but uh, somebody found uh, I follow a lot of Nintendo uh, history and Nintendo images, Twitter accounts, and somebody found out that if you uh, look at a high res image, the upside down L that's on his hat is a sticker that's peeling off, meaning that oh. <laughs> whoever created the hats for the other characters, the Wario, Luigi or Mario hats, while Luigi could not find that and simply stuck a sticker of an L upside down on an existing purple hat <laughs> to make his own hat. That makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, but Tom, I'll let you continue. Sorry. Oh, no, I'm not. Dude, I I, I got nothing. Um, I don't oh, know. I don't really, I, I'm, I'm stalling. I mean, really, I, I'm just stalling. I, I don't know any celebrities. Um, I, don't, I don't know what the opposite of me. I don't know what my Wario would be, you know. Um, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a person. So if it's like, if I'm doing the exact opposite of me, uh, you know, I'd have to figure out what the opposite of a person is and you know, I have hair. So you know, it'd have to be someone hairless. Maybe, um, yeah. if they're slightly bigger than me, I guess, I guess I could, I guess I could deal with that, but are they also male? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I mean, am I even going to put a gender into this? I mean, gender are warriors. I could, uh, oh, okay, okay. I could suggest your your Wario could uh, potentially be from Tom Stantilizing Tattoo Tales, the Tommy. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, the Tom that got hit with a crowbar. They became they became Wah Tom. What's up, what's Tommy? Also, I will I will say that uh, according to Disney, anybody with any kind of like a disfigurement or a big scar on their face tends to be the villain. Yes. Oh, you know what? I like that a lot. You know, okay, yeah, it's definitely Tommy then. <laughs> They're not a celebrity either. But if Tommy were to be played by a celebrity, it would be the dude who was way into fish before he got into a car accident in the movie adaptation. Remember the guy? And Oh, yeah. He, like, got his teeth removed. I don't even know the actor's name, but it would be that guy playing him but with teeth still removed and then a scar added on his face. So yeah, it'd be, that'd be, the, that'd be the dude, but. Wasn't is that, that John Candy? No. An adaptation? No, it's uh, I think it's Chris Cooper. Yeah. Um, Chris Cooper. That sounds right. Adaptation is a movie that I used to make my friends watch that I don't feel like anyone enjoyed, but me. <laughs> I remember I've seen it, but I don't remember anything about the movie. I can see the I can see the front of it. Like it was uh, a movie so complex art. that when it first came out on DVD, Love it came it. with a phone number you could call where people would answer really? and you could just talk to them about the movie. Oh my uh, god, that's awesome. <laughs> Cordy, what's your Mario? Or your Wario? Without any explanation, Tammy Faye Baker. I'll take it. I mean that makes complete sense to me. Yeah, I need to look up a picture of Tammy Faye Baker right now, just to make sure. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Google her. <laughs> Actually, I remember Tammy Faye Baker's name, but I don't remember what her deal was. Uh, she was like an influential <laughs> Christian. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's her. Yeah. That is Cordy's that is Warrior. Yeah. Like, oh, wow. like, yeah. I can, she has yeah. drag queen makeup. Yeah. She's like, it's a me. I want it. Does Wario also have an offensive Italian accent or no? No, that was a Tammy Faye Baker uh, impression you just did. It's exactly what Tammy Faye <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I remember Tammy Faye Baker being someone that I think SNL and stuff made fun of as we were kids. I don't know that I've ever actually seen Tammy Faye Baker do anything. <laughs> oh, she doesn't. I mean, she just talks on infomercials. Uh, who is the psychic lady on infomercials with psychic friends? Do you remember those? Um, oh, Miss Cleo? Uh, Deanne Deanne Warwick. Warwick. I remember Miss Cleo, but... Yeah, Deanne Warwick. I was like, Deanna, that's not it. <laughs> Psychic Friends hmm. Network. I wish that was still around. I would love I to mean, call the Psychic Friends around. Network. I'm sure it is. I mean, look at it up you know, right uh, now. 
nine hundred numbers, you know, eight hundred, nine hundred numbers still exist. I mean, Rob, you remember when we went to go see a psychic? Yeah, it was fucking awesome. I'm trying to see if I'm trying to see if I can call. Uh, if the Psychic Friends Network still exists, I will do a live call. Uh, I will do a live call with Psychic Friends Network on an episode of VHS Playback. I will promise this right now. Wow. Also, I, I have to note, uh, I completely forgot the name of the character Don Draper uh, from uh, Mad Men. That was who I meant as Which my you did actually watch the entire uh, <laughs> series. And I got to the end of it and went, that was it? Which is not the response you're supposed to have to Mad yeah, Men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, everyone that I know that has seen Mad Men uh, absolutely loved it. And I came through it just yeah. mad. The entire, I was the mad man. <laughs> Watching like Mad Men. Uh, well, I, got okay, some, I, got, I got I got a treat for you guys. Hold on, here we go. You ready? Oh, sure. Uh, this is great. I love this. I'm not getting any audio. Yeah, I mean, no. Are oh, you guys aren't hearing it? Hold on, I gotta figure no, this out. No, nothing. Oh no! There was some way that you had set it up that we got audio the last time. Wait, didn't, uh, yeah, didn't we figure this yeah. out last time? Did I already do this? Yeah. And by last oh, time, I, I mean maybe a month ago. I think it was a practice. I think we did a practice, and I figured it out. Oh, hold on. I just didn't click the box that says share with sound. Okay, here we go. So this is the, uh, here we go. Here we go. This is a two minute uh, Psychic Friends Network commercial. Let's skip to this and see what's what. You guys hear it? Oh, yeah. Okay, Miss Warwick, yes? Our viewers have a few more questions about the Psychic Friends Network, okay? Um, the sweater so she's wearing is well, So many people have called Psychic Friends. Mm -hmm. Why is it so popular? Well, I suppose because we do have the best psychics in the entire world. And that's... Not Warwick was a professional singer, right? Yeah. yeah. Anyone can call at any time. Any time at all, 24 hours a day. Could you imagine calling a psychic at any time 24 hours a day? Like... Well, what kind of questions? What is the jobs of the people that are doing that? Like they were pre-recorded, right? Getting a job, maybe move. Okay. It was no, I mean, no matter what. It was four dollars a minute. What? Yeah, like crazy expensive. Yeah. Oh, and that's, that's like 1995. Like, you know. well, <laughs> but do you guys remember how often these commercials were on? I felt like it was on like every like I was on the right path, comforting and. Oh, here comes the, here comes the testimonials. She was very comforting and letting me know that I was on the right path and that there was a lot of success in my future. By the end of the conversation, I found it felt like I had a friend. By the time I hung Jesus up the phone, I was very Christ, pumped up. Depressing. I felt great when I got off the phone. I was very excited about it. It's exciting because you don't know this person at all, and they're telling you about yourself. The <laughs> 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 beneficial thing for me is, is the positive attitude that I came away with. When I hung up the phone, I felt great. I think that whatever you're doing, you should drop it, and it doesn't take forever. Just drop it and call Carrying it. Carrying a baby, you should drop it. Immediately, because no, it's no, going to make uh, your Cynthia day go Brooks well. It's going to make you feel like week, your month, who knows, but it's, it, you should do it right now. What? Wow. So okay, so that was depressing. Um, <laughs> I I want to I want to say that commercial that commercial was off the rails. It starts off with with her walking out of a uh, a restaurant and pretending that she does not want to be interviewed by the people interviewing her about her own network. And then it, 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 it slowly pans to behind her back where you see that she's standing on a set, and then she starts walking into the the film set where all of the lights were. And it goes into customer testimonials. So it's like, this was all fake. We just want to let you know, no, none of this no. is real. Let's go. <laughs> that, commercial, that commercial is the adaptation of commercials. It's like there's so many layers and it's so meta that you can't follow it. <laughs> Love it. Jesus That's good Christ. stuff. Um, but yeah, so I super look forward to us uh, calling in, hopefully, if it's still around. I do not think... <laughs> I feel I, I do not think it exists anymore. Also, I need to tell you guys that I I, I use my inflation calculator. Nineteen ninety money. That's like tw that's like nine dollars a minute. Right. Yeah. Oh, oh absolutely wow. was. Yeah. What's up, Tom? Yeah. How was what was your psychic um, uh, experience? Um, well, what, what did that entail? Well, like Rob and Chris were with me, and we were filming. So, like, <laughs> and what's funny is like they called ahead and told her my name. So, like, I assume she just Googled me <laughs> beforehand. So, like, I forgot I we like, did. Was, I totally forgot we yeah. actually did that. <laughs> yeah. So, like, 
it was like me in this like little tiny room with the psychic and like Rob and Chris were in the corner. And I don't know. I felt like I was just kind of on and like just trying to make her laugh, which like we kept laughing and being silly. And like, you know, I was making Rob and Chris laugh. So like it, it was just silly. And she's like, she's like, I see art in your future and you should be doing bigger pieces and I was like oh okay (laughs) I had like like, literally just come back from New York and I did like a big mural so I was like he obviously like literally just looked this up and saw that (laughs) I remember that you know what I I remember about that the most is like you were you had actually you had actually been like having a lot of health trouble at the time and I remember she opened up with like talking about how like you have such great health <laughs> yeah yeah well, you, that, she's like, you were like feeling like, like shit at the time <laughs> yeah and she, not only that she's like and i see she's like where's your dating life i was like nowhere <laughs> she's like, i see you dating someone this fall and that was like three and a half years ago yeah she took like she took like she had three big misses right off the bat with the yeah i, I was like oh <laughs> yeah but just yeah, three I big mean, whiffs was she using the wrong cards or the wrong bones or i think she had i think she, i think i think she had cordelia's right hand instead of her left hand so she was reading it back yeah. <laughs> oh it's just palm reading i will say i, I will say palm? i have never She's had a really sweet reading. She was oh, she was, oh, she was awesome. Yeah. She was an awesome yeah. spirit. Yeah. Like, she was awesome, awesome, like fun. She was a good spirit. She was fun. Yeah. She let us film her, which was great. She signed like a release form. So she's going to be in the movie. She was really, it was just yeah. a super fun experience. I remember, I think that like I was really bummed out and you were like kind of bummed at Not the time. We were like, serious. yeah. And you were like, let's go do this thing. It'll be fun. And we just went and like did a, did a psychic thing. But I've actually never had a psychic reading. That's like the closest I've done. It seemed no, like the best thing ever. Yeah. I feel like if I yeah, did it I alone, know. though, without, like, you there, it would be, like, awkward. It would be different. Uh, I, I think, yeah. And I remember her telling me, she's like, okay, let's, like, try to quit joking and be serious. I was like, how the <laughs> fuck could I be serious about this? Like, yeah. that's insane. Yeah. You're, 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 telling me that, you're telling me that someone in the back of this tea room has superpowers. <laughs> like, let's start there and <laughs> yeah. we're going backward. <laughs> I was like, this is what I do. I make awkward jokes when I get super awkward. And I, I <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't know what else to do. I think I think I picked that I think I picked that up from you. Like whenever I have to deal with anything yeah. that's like scary or stressful, I like I think I honestly picked that up from you because like now whenever I go to the doctors, it's just like all fucking like trying to make yeah. everybody else comfortable while I'm yeah. like horribly discomfort and yeah. horrible discomfort. It's <laughs> yeah, it just works out better that way. It's I'm like the warm up comic before my own like necessary yeah. surgery or whatever. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Well, on that note, I think it's time. Let's wrap up the show. Um, thank you, everybody, for tuning in to another episode of VHS Playback, and we hope to see you next week. I've been Cordelia Grimm. I've been Rob Cousinot. I've been Tom Bestie. And I've been Josh Cousinot. One more thing, Josh. Do you want to give him the email address before we sign out? Well, I guess we already signed off, but... Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> you can you can contact way better us, than uh, the intro. Go for it, Josh. <laughs> yeah, contact us on our Instagram at uh, VHS Playback and send us an email at VHS Playback Podcast at gmail dot com. Cool. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 I think that whatever you're doing, you should drop it and subscribe to VHS Playback. <laughs> <laughs>